following was produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated in Memphis, Tennessee. Hello, my name is Rick Cheddar, and this is From Radioland. Greetings, salutations, hello, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode from Radioland, from the home office in Memphis, Tennessee, episode 349. <laughs> well, okay, all right, all right, I know. Um, we've never really we've never really delved too deeply into the whole, you know, counting stuff, numbers, that's what they are. There's, there's this whole thing about, you know, people go, oh, you know, on uh, uh, 10, 11, I, times calendar dates they think there's something mystical about it there's not same thing with numbers uh this show has been that way but mostly for my own amusement <laughs> we've 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 looked at it, it's like because i want to be able to go damn how many times have we've done this well this is the 349th time we've done this show six and something years uh six and three quarter year uh february will mark our seventh year doing this show and in that time, we've made a lot of changes. Over the past couple of weeks, I've been talking about that, uh, making changes. And it's finally come to this. And I'm going to I'm gonna lay it all out for you in this episode. <laughs> uh, and some of it is a little stark. And it's a little different. And it's uh, it's it's going to be good. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. The more I've, I've had chats with various colleagues about this sort of thing, the more I have become a little more enamored with some of the ideas that we're laying forward. So... Uh, I'll get into that a little bit later on. I wanted to uh, tell you that um, um, uh, with with this show, this is I've been looking forward to this one because not only do I get to spill the beans here, but I'm going to uh, lay out a new direction of the show, which we've talked about, and uh, something that's really kind of kind of cool, kind of different. I don't know what it's if it even means anything. It's more trivial than anything else. But uh, we've been we've been busy. We've been busy as beavers around here. As beaver as a beaver could be busy, I suppose, or as busy as a beaver could be. However, that however you want to phrase that. Uh, nevertheless, uh, such as it is, it'll be it'll be fun. It'll be amusing. Also, I want to hip you to uh, an interesting thing that's going to be happening on the twenty third of this month of October. By the way, today is the eighteenth of October. Uh, date of production. <clears throat> it's a Sunday. Coming up on the uh, on this coming Friday, uh, the twenty third. At noon, we've got some special announcements that are going to be made at Radio Memphis, and it'll happen during the noontime hour, noon central time. Adjust your time court, uh, appropriately. And some stuff that's going to be coming up, and it and it has to deal with some of the things that we've had to deal with as the rest of the world have had to deal with in the form of what this pandemic has done to us. It's done to us as a people. It's done to us as an industry. It's done to us as all sorts of things. And we've had to make adjustments, and adjustments have been made. And we've got some some really cool things that are coming, and I I'm thrilled about this sort of thing because we don't. It's not often we get to do this kind of thing, um, you know, make make those types of announcements. But uh, nevertheless, it is a, a, a good thing. I mean, this all this all this all came about with the notion that perhaps this show from Radioland would go away, and we've now since decided that's not going to be the case. In fact, it's going to be quite the opposite. It's, it's roaring back into relevance. I, <laughs> I, I know. It's not what you think. It's it, it, we, We've sat here, beat our heads against the wall, and tried to sort this out. When you look at the genre 
of podcasting. There's a show for everything. There really is. There's something for everybody. You know, you can find horror podcasts about zombies in in particular, you know, and it's a little thin, but, you know, it might work. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. And as I've said before, there's never been an original thought in this business for a long, long time. Now, maybe a different way to apply those thoughts. That's that that could be a thing. That's certainly a, a viable idea. And that's the, the direction we're kind of taking in a way, and and that we're not doing something that new. In fact, we've 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 even dabbled in this set for for a moment or two. And you know, look to be fair, for the past six and a half years, off and on, uh, more more on than off, we have sat here, you and I, and we've had discussions about the about about media, about media in general, whether it is broadcast media, print social media in all of its wild and wicked forms and the way people are reacting to it, the way corporations are dealing with it and the way the world has come. And there was this whole discussion about, you know, how the internet has changed everything. And that's all old news now. And we've all, we've all moved beyond that. We all know what, what is happening in this world. And it's not that I won't stop talking about some of this stuff and it'll get brought up from time to time because it's, it, it is, it's an important discussion to have. It's relevant to a certain extent, I was watching something briefly on television, of all things, and it was it was uh, it was in regards to what was going on in 2005, and it was this discussion that the internet was about to become this really massive thing, and it was going to change the whole world. And this was in 05, right? Uh, this was this was not in the scheme of things not that long ago. But at the same time, you look back and go, "God damn, that was a long time ago," and it was. And look how far we've come. Some of it good, some of it not so good. Some of it been fantastic. And this, you know, it, and as like with with anything else in this world, you 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 try and find you try and find your space. You try and stake out that little plot that is yours, and you work with it as much as you can, and you do things. And we've been incredibly fortunate here. We really have, and I cannot uh, I cannot thank our listeners enough for that. And I appreciate you sticking through this. I uh, hope it's been entertaining so far because it's going to change. How's it going to change? We'll get into that in nauseating detail. <laughs> detail, maybe. Nausea? Yeah, there's a load of that. We'll be right back. Stick around. It's about 30 seconds of this little break. Stick around. Wizards is Corona-free and is your headquarters for your essential quarantine supplies. Their viral sale is happening right now with deals throughout the store. Get some sage to chase away the bad stuff. Incense, woodwick candles, decorative fans, and things to keep you busy while you're stuck at home. T-shirts, bandanas, hats, and more on sale right now. CBD, Kratom products, and personal cleansers for that job interview. Open 10 to 10 every day at 1999 Madison Avenue in Midtown or get it all delivered when you order online at wizardsmemphis.com. Wizards, because it's still smoking. Must be 18 or older to buy smoking-related products. Your initial approach to this program has been sort of interesting. You know, the the real birth of the program, not to belabor the point, but it's been about um, discussion. It started with, oddly enough, with a discussion with uh, Jeff Janowitz and I. Jeff is the guy who's responsible for our website. He He does a great job with it. Um, he helped really kind of put this thing into the into the newer categories. We keep it up and fresh and as much as we can. And 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 I'll get back back to that in a moment. But we we designed from Radioland to be a promotional thing because podcasting at that time, you know, six and a half seven years ago, was still 
it was viable. It was it was burgeoning. It was bursting at the seams with creativity. And there was all sorts of things that went on with it. And we just kind of rode those waves and did what we could. <clears throat> but we talked about things that were that we found interesting. And then it changed really quickly to uh, to an idea that came about when people were asking when I was going to write a book about my experiences in uh, commercial uh, radio, you know, and in corporate commercial radio, I guess I'm still in commercial radio, but in corporate radio, which I am not. And the, the idea here was that there were so many stories to tell and there were so many fantastic, um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Incidents. There's, you know, little nuggets of, you know, fun here and there. And then, then it occurred to me that I just used a word that made better sense than writing a book about it. And it was to tell the story. And I'm I'm one of those guys. Now I do I, I do some writing. I write for a little magazine. Uh, it's a monthly magazine here in Memphis. It's actually a nationwide thing, but it's only a the, my my column my my the articles that I write only show up in Memphis, and more specifically, not just in the city. It's it's a very specific part of town called Midtown, and uh, it's called at the corner of Memphis in music or corner. I don't even know what the name of the damn article is. But at any rate, I write it write <laughs> every month, and it's focused on. On music, and that's all well and good. That's not what this is about. The idea was, at one point, that I would tell these stories about my career. And it ultimately, it culminated in three episodes that go way back in time. You can find them. Uh, if you go to uh, rickcheddar.podbean.com and search, there's a little search thing there at the top of the page, and search Exile to Radioland, and you'll find them. There's three of them, and they go in order, and it talks specifically about my foray in corporate-driven radio, specifically in Memphis, through Clear Channel and all that. And the there, there was there was a very it's in a very emotional set of shows, and that was that that was stuff that needed to be done. It was these were these were things that at that time were um, still very heavily heavily you know weighted in my mind. And I had to get them out. And the best thing to do was for me to sit and talk. Yes, I could have written a book, perhaps. That's a lengthy process. It would have it would have driven me to the point of insanity to sit and write that out. And so it was just better to say, hey, let me just crack a mic and let's record it and let's see what happens. And that's what we did. Sat here and and laid it out there. And I and I ended the I ended the the part three um with really the the, the one of the great lines from Forrest Gump with that's all I have to say about that and kind of left it at that. And, and it, it satisfied a lot of people who listened to it. Those that I'd worked with my colleagues, my former colleagues over there, uh, at, uh, uh, at that station at that company. And those that, um, uh, that were fans uh, that had stuck with me, uh, all throughout all this time and, and needed to hear some of that stuff. And, and we're kind of, you know, not mystified, but a bit blown away by some of the facts and some of the things that went on behind the scenes. And that's what's part of this was about. <clears throat> and then, you know, after I was done with that, I felt, okay, you know, this is, that's it. There's really nothing else to really get into about all of that. And there's no sense in beating a dead horse. I know guys that have been in this business and, you know, whether it's television or, or ter terrestrial radio or whatever the case may be, even in print, and they've gotten burned and they've, they wound up on the beach and they're bitter and they're upset. And hey, look, man, I've been there. And I went through that process like any other person that went through this whole thing. 
And our lives have become immensely public at that point. And so what we decided to do was take a step back away from that. And after we got it all out of us, there's no point in just, you know, like I said, beating the dead horse. Because nobody wants to hear all of that again. It's there for the record. That stuff is there permanently. That's what I pay Podbean for, to keep it forever. It's always going to be there as long as I keep the bills paid. <laughs> or there's probably some other format that it that it might just exist in some weird server somewhere stuck in Azerbaijan. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Don't really care. Uh, I mean, those are those are some great stories. It's a chapter of my life that, uh, like anybody else, you're proud to have it. You know, like, uh, and it's it's one of those things too that you know, no matter how how good or bad a situation is, it always leaves you with with certain emotions that will always be with you, you know, forever. It's like scars, you know, and. That's that that scar is there to remind you of what it was like, what you went through, what you know, what you you know, what led you to those things. Maybe it was something fun. Maybe it was not. Maybe it was something horrific. Maybe there was uh, other emotions that were tied to it. You learned who your friends were. You learned who they weren't. And when that goes away and you heal and the scar is still there, you'll always remember that that's yours. That's yours forever. And that's important because those those bits of pain and fear, those emotions that are unusual, that are not comfortable, those belong to you and, and they will always be yours. And nobody will ever take that away from you. Even if somebody came in and waved a magic wand and said, I can take all of that away from you, you would be reluctant to do so because that's yours. You've earned that. That's That's part of what makes the human condition what it is. Now, I know that seems like a pretty heavy stuff to talk about, but look, over six and a half, seven years of this stupid show, <coughs> we've gone through, <coughs> pardon, we've gone through all of that together. And it has been a very cathartic point for yours truly to be able to sit here, basically alone in Studio A, and talk about these things. And we've done some fun stuff in that time. And along the way, we got into uh, doing something remarkably different at the time, because uh, I thought, well, you know, one of the things that I do as a professional broadcaster is to talk to other people. So I began that process and it was far more uh, off-putting to me at that time than I was, than I was ready to, you know, ready to, uh, to get to and off-putting meaning not that I didn't want to do it. It was, I didn't want to go through, the pre-production of it. In other words, the whole scheduling and there was, and it's, and it's a nightmare. It really is. If you, if you're going to do this type of show that we're about to do with this thing, it takes, it takes a small army. It really does. And I have been fortunate here of late and I'll explain here in just a moment because it's nice to, it's, it is nice to sit here and do what I'm doing at this moment. And this is the last of those shows <clears throat> to be able to sit here and say, let me tell you about this story. Let me tell you about my perspective. And it becomes kind of a weird one-way conversation. And there's been some bounce back and there's been some comments here and there. And, and you know, not all of it's not all of it's bad, not all of it's good. It's just, it was just kind of what it was. And for a while, sometimes you feel like you're screaming in a hurricane. Sometimes you sit there and go, oh man, I just did this show. God, it sucked. And then you know, everybody's loving it, you know. It does go back and forth. There was this notion that. Perhaps there could have been, and maybe there was in the past several years, that what I was doing had an impact. I think at one point I even mentioned things, you know, would, it, would anybody even notice if I 
went out to my car, noticed that it was a full tank of gas, and I just turned the car on and started to drive. We, we've all had that, you know. <laughs> Maybe I should just disappear, ride off, start over somewhere else, get a job working as a crabber. <laughs> you know, shucking oysters somewhere. Work as a line cook in some no-name restaurant someplace just to get this all out of my head, escaping from whatever it was. Uh, no. I like to think that I faced all of this head on and, and, and dealt with it the way that I should. And that time has come and it's gone. It served its purpose. And from Radio Land, that's what it was. And so not to be uh, skipping around too terribly much, you know, the, and I've mentioned this before over the past couple of weeks, that there was this conversation that went on with several people, not just myself and, and uh, my wife, but there was this talk about what are we going to do with this show? Has it run its course? Shows do. They do. They run their course. Usually about seven years. They do. They're just like, eh, it's done. It's time to pull the plug on it. It's been great. Blah, blah. Good night, everybody. You know, that kind of thing. Have a big soiree, you know. Have one last shot, one last go. We're going to go out with a bang. You know, you think about it. And as much fun as that might be, then there would be this void, at least me personally, because that's what it would be, because that's all this has been. This has been something not only to answer questions from other people, other listeners, but it has been just as much as a satisfying thing from my point of view, being able to talk about all the things that we did. And trust me, I still I still look at these things that we go through, and it began here of late becoming old hat. <clears throat> Perhaps it was watching what had gone on over the past four years alone, where we went through this craziness of news cycles that were just to, just destroying each other, and he, you know the, the the society at large had turned into this strange, weird vacuum. And all I really wanted to do was, you know, sit back and entertain a bit, not be a distraction, but be an escape even if it was only for 40 minutes or maybe an hour sometimes. And that that's not so much that I got tired of it, which I did, but I think you did too. And that's okay. That's fine. Oddly enough, the numbers for this program have still been, they're relatively strong. They're still the same, but it's all, I think we're going to change all of that because as we have in the past, we have altered this program. And one of the things that we used to do we dabbled with it. <clears throat> we did. We did some interviews. We talked to people. We, you know, some local folk, and some outside of outside of here. One of one of my favorite interviews we ever did was sitting sitting down with Austin Onik, uh, local meteorologist and scientist, and and just an all around great guy. And we we had we had a lot of fun. We really did. And it and it and it kind of you know it really kind of rekindled that thing inside of me as a broadcaster that's one of the things that I've enjoyed doing was talking to other folks. Along the way, we spoke to a, a, a gentleman by the name of Josh Robert Thompson. He is a, a voice actor. He works for, he works on the Family Guy show. He's one of the actors over there. And uh, he's, he's he was also Jeff the Robot from uh, The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson and amongst other things and had a blast. And, and ever since that show, I, I still, you know, sort of keep in touch with what he's doing. We exchanged a few messages every once in a while, and you know, it's just and it, you know, I, I, it was nice to hear from my point of view two people that are sort of in the same industry be able to talk about it in a way that that you, the listener, would enjoy. At least that's what we'd hoped. And then, and then the idea that 
Okay, let's get into the whole social studies thing. And that was that was a fun thing while it lasted, but that's it. It's done. It's over with. I mean, not even to mention the fact that we had taken episodes of the booze and blues and ran them here. You know? For what purpose that served, I don't know. Maybe it did. I didn't feel like I was, you know, hamstringing everything, but it, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I don't know. Because it's a show. And it was one of those you can kind of catch the moment. I thought maybe I could just kind of relive that for a second and, and put it back over here, making it on demand thing through Radioland. And then even that, it was just, yeah, you know, and Diana and I had, t- had talked about, you know, let's just translate that into something else. And then, of course, the the whole world changed. And now I got to thinking about it and speaking with some, uh, you know, a couple of other folks, one of which is uh, a gentleman who uh, is, on a, uh, is on a show that we run at Radio Memphis called The Heavyweight Chumps. Jason Maddox is uh, one of the cats that host that show. And he and I are in, we, we talk a bit. And uh, we talked about this show and we, we decided that, you know, hey, let's, let's, let's bring back the interview thing. Let's do that. Let's bring back some people. Not just, not just anybody, not just some hump on the street, although perhaps it may be. <laughs> I don't know. And I said, well, you know, my problem with that is that's, that's, that's another finite bit of time that has to come out of a out of a schedule that 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 I'm already at odds with my own personal schedule. I'm a very busy guy. So I have to figure out how to do this in a way that is going to be easier on everybody and have an end product that's going to be worth having. So very long story short, uh uh Jason and I uh we got into contact and we we he was very gracious enough to send over to me and introduce me to uh, a lady by the name of Eileen Shapiro, and Eileen is a is a doll. She's a, she's a fantastic lady. She's a uh, she's a writer. Uh, she's a promoter. She's a booker. She works for a company called World Star Promotions out of New York. And she said, you know, hey, let me help you. And that was nice. It was nice to hear that. Same thing from Maddox, because he was like, let me help you get through this. Let's do let's do something. So we did. So we got together. And so already, as of last week, several interviews have already been captured. And we're going to start playing them out here. And the show's not going to vary a whole heck of a lot. This this part of the show, the meat and potatoes, as we like to call it, this part here, uh, it's going to kind of go away. That uh, There's not going to be me sitting here ranting about this, that, or the other. Uh, you know, that'll happen in a monologue. That'll be at the early part of the program, which will be probably a couple of minutes longer because there'll be stuff that I want to get into each and every time, and it will be a little more current as 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 these things happen. And then we'll take that one 30-second break, and then, we'll, and then we'll go into a long-form interview with somebody, and we'll have a ball. We'll just We'll just talk. And Eileen has found everybody that's you know, like other television and radio presenters, musicians, engineers, you know, people that have worked in um, in the music business and in show business behind the scenes. Uh, some people you will know, some, but some people you won't know. And already, we've already scheduled, I think we had a total initial scheduled run of five guests, and we've taped three of them already, I'll have you know. Uh, we've got two more coming up next week which will be uh, fantastic. And then we'll, we'll, we'll put them together and make this happen. We live in a, we live in a world where 
we don't need a telephone. We've got the internet. And and thanks to things like Google Meet, which is what we've been primarily using, we've we've been able to capture some interviews and some time with with some fantastic people already. Just the first three have been have been great. In fact, one of them that's coming up will be telling you about a free show that's a it's, it's a charitable event happening in New York. Yes, in Soho, New York. I got a couple of guests from New York. And uh, we got the story of a real estate developer who turned into show business and is one of the most kind, gentle human beings I have ever had the honor of speaking with. That interview is coming up. That man's name is Soho Johnny. Hell yeah, that's coming up. Uh, We've also got for you a little bit later on, we've got Scott Page. Scott Page is a saxophonist, right? You've heard him play. You may not know his stuff immediately, but if I said to you the two words, Pink Floyd, you would know who I'm talking about. Toto, Supertramp, tons of cats. This guy's been around. He's played with everybody. This is going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that conversation. Also, the lovely Sherry Nelson. Sherry is a supermodel. She was in Maxim Magazine. I think still is from time to time. Gorgeous woman. We're going to have a chat as well. This will be fun. Also coming up, too, we've got Mickey Burns. He's a television guy (laughs) from Staten Island, New York. He's been hosting a show there. I believe on WNYW, uh, it's uh, a show called Profiles, where he sits down with celebrities and does the same thing that I'm doing, but he's done it over there for television for years. So we had a talk. That's coming. Also, an up-and-coming new musician out of uh, the Los Angeles, well, not Los Angeles, out of California, out of the Sacramento area, actually, a gentleman by the name of Nate Sounds, and we'll be displaying some new music there. So you see... We're already bringing together, I just basically laid out the rest of this month and all of November, but there it is. We've got some fun stuff that's going to be coming, and I'm excited about it because Eileen is like, all I do is I send over a message, hey, I, I'm, I'm getting ready to go back into a production cycle, what do we got? And she'll give me a list, boom, 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 what, you don't want this one, we'll take that one, we'll do this, we'll do this, and boom, boom, we, we schedule it, we make it happen, and boom, we're taping. Could not make it more easier for me, and that's critical because she's understood what it's like to be on the production side and I love her for it. And that's, that's going to be great. And um, everybody that's been involved in the back, uh, the back line of this show that is helping to make this thing happen. I, I could not be more thrilled. So yes, all the window dressing still is the same. This, uh, this wild uh, funky jazz music we got going on, all that stuff's all staying the same. We're just swapping out one segment for another. That's all we're doing. You know, it's the whole thing about, Hey, you know, Hadn't been an original thought. Guess what we're doing? Nothing original. (laughs) But it's the whole point of it is that sometimes for us, this will be new. And we're going to do this for a while. And we're going to maintain this this production rhythm, you know, for the next cycle of this show. This may be the last cycle of it. I don't know. We'll, We'll see if we can squeeze a few years out of this and have some fun with it. And hopefully along the way, introduce you, the listener of this show, to uh, a notion that there are people out there that you don't know, but you just got to charge out a hearing because that's the way it is. These aren't interviews. They're conversations. Although one of them, I found myself really doing the whole ABC interview thing because it was, it was interesting. It's just, once you hear it, you'll understand why, because that's the way some people are used to, used to speaking. And that's fine. I tend to do things a little bit differently, but Hey, why not? We never know who's going to come around the corner or step into the into the booth and be a part of this program. And that's what I absolutely adore. And it's going to be just as fun and as exciting uh, for you guys, I hope, as it will be for us. Because when, we, you know, as I'm already excited about some of the things we just have already booked. 
And it will certainly be a lot better than sitting here bitch whining and moaning about Twitter <laughs> or Instagram or Facebook or television news or newspapers or radio or any of this stuff. It's time to push forward a little bit and do something a little bit different. Nothing really new. New for us, perhaps, maybe a little bit new for you. And we hope that you stick around and enjoy the program. So that's the way it'll work. We'll have the the little monologue thing. We'll we'll get it. I'll, I'll I'll do my whatever little ranty piece if it's ranty at all. It may not be. It'll be certainly you know if it's if it's food for thought for you, then I've done my job. And then uh, we'll we'll do this middle part, this part of the break, you know, this part of the show, if you will, the 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 big meat and potatoes part will be the interview and the conversation that we'll have with somebody. And then after that 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 other thirty second commercial break plus the uh, little PSA we run telling you to wash your hands and wipe your ass and all that other stuff. And a little promo, you'll hear what's coming up the next week because that's that's even more relevant than it was before. We'll have the little wrap up and the little close and send you on your way. We know, I know, I know personally that the most valuable commodity any person has in this world is time. We don't have an infinite amount of it. We all have a very set amount of time. We don't know how much that may be. So when you devote your time, some of your time, to giving this a listen and thinking about it and talking about it with your friends, maybe sharing it all. That means the world to me in ways you'll never understand. Because I sit here and I know too, it's like, well, you know, there's more years behind me than in front of me. And I want to still make the, you know, I still want to do what I'm, I'm not, I'm not done talking. I'm not done doing the things that I like doing. And this is one of them. And I'm excited about it because there's so much to be, experienced and savored and enjoy. And I like sitting here and doing this. If I didn't, I wouldn't have done it as consistently as we have for the past 349 episodes. Plus, with the news that's coming up on the 23rd of this month, it's going to change my production schedule a little bit too, which is good. It needs to be. We've all been thrown into this chasm of uncertainty. We don't know where we're headed. We don't know where we're going because the world has been turned upside down. And and probably... It's probably been exaggerated to a certain extent, more than we've ever really needed it to be. But from those things comes our our human condition, our will to continue to do what we do in the search of some sort of normalcy. Will it ever get back to the way things ever really were? No, not at all. And we've talked about that. Will it bring to us perhaps some new opportunities and new ideas and to approach things with a different and fresh look? And maybe, maybe, just maybe with a little bit more kindness and understanding and Maybe just to slow our rolls down just a hair. Maybe we could hope for that. And if that's the case, we'll certainly do that for you here. Bear in mind, the changes that we're making here from Radioland have nothing to do with the pandemic. Nothing at all. It's just that with everything else in flux and with everything that's been in change, why not? (laughs) It's just the timing of it. It was bound to happen sooner or later. And given the opportunity to either just put a bullet in it and free up my time completely and just disappear into the sunset with this stupid show and stick with just Radio Memphis, that's that was an option. Or perhaps gather this, pick up the pieces from this and continue on, which is kind of, well, not there was any pieces. There was nothing really shattered. It wasn't even really broken. It just kind of, to be, you know, to be honest with you, I personally kind of thought it kind of sucked a little bit. <laughs> that's just me being picky. Maybe you enjoyed it. Maybe you didn't. I don't know. But I know that things are going to be a little bit different, and you're going to be hearing a lot more of this show from outside sources, outside of my orbit, you know, outside of my social media orbit, outside of the orbit of Radio Memphis. You'll be hearing more about this. Trust me, that's the way things are going to work, because 
It's a new time. It's a new it's a new era. And now's the perfect time. We're getting into the fall. We're getting into the winter time for whatever that may bring to us. Whether we're stuck at home more and more, whether we're looking for something else to entertain us or uh, escape from some of the things that are happening, that may be part of it. And if we can be there for you to help entertain you, perhaps make you think about something, then you know what? That's a damn good thing. Now, having said all of that and laid out to you what we're going to be doing, there's one more thing I've withheld. And this came to us this past week. And it was a and it was a, an interesting point of view. It was an interesting topic to have. And this came from, you know, Maddox and I were talking about this. And and the question was put forth that how is it that we take shows like the Spud Goodman radio show, which airs on on Radio Memphis on Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. Central Time to the midnight hour. And the Heavyweight Chumps radio show, which run on Tuesday nights and at 10 p.m. And, you know, all these other things that are happening out there. How come, how come from Radioland never made it to Radio Memphis? And I, the thought was it was never designed to do that. But guess what's happening? I'm going to put this show on Radio Memphis. What purpose does that serve? I don't know. But it won't happen like in the middle of prime time. Even I'm even I'm not that stupid. I've already been through that. You know, I'm I'm there all the time. There's no sense in in doing that. So we're just going to tuck this little show away on the air Thursday nights at midnight, which would be Friday mornings at midnight central time. We'll run it there and it will start with next week's episode just like that. And it'll be like a big distance. So there, you may have already heard the show, but you may want to hear it again. Or you might want to tune in. Or, you know, I, I don't know. I, it, it, it's, is it a repetitive thing? Yeah, perhaps. And there may be some listeners out there that are listening to the radio station that could come back this way and join us all over here in the downloaded part of the program, which is certainly an idea. You know, before all of this happened, before all of this pandemic and before all of this political upheaval, before everybody lost their collective shit over everything else in this world, it came down to the point of trying to understand what it was that we really wanted to do. And we're always in the in the creative industry. You're always trying to maintain some sense of relevancy. You're trying to make sure that if you still have something to say, by God, say it and do it and act on it and don't be afraid. Not that we've never really had much fear here aside from, God, I hope I don't catch this shit because I don't need it. <laughs> I hope my wife doesn't catch it because, you know, she's my wife. She's my family. I don't want you to catch it. I want you to wear your mask and wash your hands. Don't touch strangers. Don't cough or breathe on them. <laughs> stay, stay appropriately distant. That kind of thing. We had some other ideas from other shows that we wanted to put together, but that was going to involve having a crowd around, and that was just not going to happen. Maybe someday we'll revisit those things, and perhaps it will in, in its own due time. You know, we'll see. But in the meantime, why not breathe a little extra life into shows like this show from Radioland, and let's capitalize on what the real, in my estimation, the real point of a broadcast should be it should be broadcast on a on a format the podcast thing is really nothing more than an on-demand broadcast that's all it is this name podcast i've told you i've always hated that thing what's a pod it's a thing that holds peas i, I don't know i put a podcast on the air at radio memphis and it worked out fine you know the heavyweight chumps boy howdy did they catch some shit for that too ask maddox about it he'll tell you 
Oh, how did you boys get on Radio Memphis? Oh, look at you all high and mighty over there. What the hell did you put out that happen? And his answer is, I just asked. <laughs> That's the short answer. The long answer is we had a lot of discussions about it. A lot of discussions and a lot of work back and forth. So, fellas, if you don't mind, we're going to start putting this thing over on the air at Radio Memphis. Something new, something different. And it'll still be where you get your shows all the time. And Apple and uh, on Google, it'll be available wherever you get your podcast. It's all available all over the place. And, uh, yeah, tune in, Stitcher, Player.fm, all of that stuff. Uh, it, it, you know, Pocket Cast, I think, is another one. There's a, there's a million of them. And uh, we're going to continue to do what we do. That's the beautiful thing. So, first of all, before, uh, before we go off into this little break here, I wanted to tell you yet again, thank you. Thank you for being there to listen to this nonsense for the past six or so years. The archives are there. They will always be there as we continue to add to them. And I appreciate your patience as you watch us do what we do. Hopefully we've given you some uh, things to think about and some things to laugh about. Maybe not. Maybe we did. Either way, that continues. But now we're going to be adding some other folks too, and you get to meet some people. And I'm looking forward to, to enjoying that journey as well. So once again, thank you for, as I've said all the time, I've never been glib, glib about that. Thank you for downloading, streaming, however it is that you listen to the show. I appreciate that. Now we're adding another facet to it as it'll be played back on the air at Radio Memphis. So be tuned for more information on that. Wow, that was a lot. We'll pause. You want to hear what's coming up for episode 350 because it changes. This is it. This is the last one of these shows. Next time we bring in somebody. You want to hear what it is? Stick around. Hi, this is Reverend Oma from the Broom Closet Metaphysical Shop. Now that we're all spending more time at home, let us help you keep things feeling calm and peaceful. We have a huge selection of incense, including sticks, cones, and powders, along with burners to keep your home smelling great and feeling calm. We also offer sage, palo santo, smudges, and room sprays. Add some crystals, singing bowls, or candles, and choose from a variety of mindful living gifts to complete your sacred space. Visit us in downtown Memphis or online at thebroomcloisetmemphis.com. Social distancing slows the spread of coronavirus, so we should all stay home to lower the risk for everyone. More info at coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Here's what's coming up on the next episode from Radio Land with Rick Cheddar. Nate Sounds is here. Hello, Nate. Ones, ones who can decide for themselves or people who are inductive and people who sort of like, like be told or, or use, um, you know, backtracking common sense deduction. So, so they'll look at the past if they're a deductive person and they'll sort of extract from that like the central point of things and then they'll carry on like that, right? Something similar. An inductive person, a more creative person likes to make decisions for themselves in terms of what things mean. So with me, it's fun. I, like, I do that on purpose because it helps me divide my ideas of my fan base or who I'm trying to deliver messages to. And the people who don't like to think for themselves typically don't like my music in terms of what I say. They say, oh, well, it all sounds kind of good. But the people who, who make up the ideas for themselves love my lyrics specifically. And, and you know, maybe the beat's all right. And they do that because they find themselves in the, in the messages immediately. For previous episodes, go to radio-memphis.com. To download episodes to your mobile device, search the show in iTunes, player.fm, stitcher.com, Pocket Cast, or tune in. And now, here's more with Rick Cheddar from Radioland. Boy, howdy, is that a breath of fresh air? Just, <laughs> just making that happen instead of pulling it out of my butt 
like I've been doing for the past God knows how long. Yeah, that was that was a thing. A little a little uh, a little hint, a little tip, a little a little prod, a prod, a little a little broadcast production tip for you kids. Want to do something somewhat new and different? Add a promo to your show <laughs> so they know why. Let's give everybody a reason to tune in next time. Why would they? Right? Yeah. Well, you know, you. May, hey, besides, give them a reason not to tune in. You may not want to hear about all that, but you know, nevertheless, that's <laughs> that's 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 coming. There you go. You know the uh, the long the long dark nights are on our way. The time changes at the end of this month on Halloween. God, Halloween is going to be something else special, isn't it? It's on a Saturday. We lose an hour. Well, we gain an hour. So we lose an hour of daylight um, because of a stupid time change. But there's that. Uh, we'll gain an extra hour of sleep. There'll be another full moon. There'll be kids running amok looking for candy. Um, in the middle of a pandemic. I don't know. Middle, middle doesn't. Seem, I hear that a lot. We're in the middle of a pandemic. I don't know that middle is the appropriate. I think we've passed the middle. I hope we did. I hope. I hope we've gotten past the worst of it. Then again, I don't know. Your uh, your mileage may vary, of course, and I hope that you all are taking uh, the necessary precautions to protect yourselves from it because this is some serious business too. I mean, we've 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 gone to the point where we can kind of joke about it a little bit, but at the same time, it is still a very uh, deadly thing, and it's a very serious thing. And I've and I've spoken. To, I've got people. I got friends. I got friends. Actually, you got friends. Kind of loser. You have friends. Huh. I've got some friends that work in the medical business, and they they will tell you that this is some serious stuff, and you don't want it. No matter how mild it may seem, you just don't know. So, you know, nobody likes to be sick, that's for sure. And you don't want this where nobody has all the answers because that's a thing too. So please take care of yourselves. As I say it all the time, you know, um, it's it's important that we do that. Also, uh, I, this also bears mentioning here where we are. Uh, early voting ended, I think, today on the 18th. Uh, the wife and I went and voted uh, yesterday. And it was a painless process. We were in and out of there fairly quickly. We, I, we timed it just right. It was a Saturday early afternoon, yesterday early afternoon. And we were able to, we had some errands to run anyway. I had to go to the grocery store. I had to do some stuff. You know, you're just doing what you do. Living the life. We're out of bread. We're out of, out of eggs. We're out of beer. We're out of, we're out of whatever. And we got to go get some stuff. And we're like, hey, our polling place is one of the places that we usually go to vote. Is also an early voting joint. So that's where we went. Uh, went through the process. I felt good. I voted. Boy, howdy. I voted so hard. <laughs> I, I, I pushed. That's, it was one of the things. I mean, voting is one of the things that you think about and you go, oh, I got to go vote. And you think of it as some, for some people, it's like, it's a chore. And for some people, other people, they just sit there and go, ah, fuck it. I'm not going to do it. I hope you're not one of them. It doesn't matter what my vote says. Yes. Yes, it does. It does matter. And I'll tell you why it matters. It's not because of the end result or the end count. It's the fact that you, as a citizen of the United States of America, have been afforded the privilege, right? And the right, not just the privilege, but the right paid for by the blood of soldiers who have died in foreign lands protecting that to make sure that you can go to a place in your community after you've registered, obviously, 
played by the rules and get it right. Go get you a ballot. Go to the voting machine or box or, or whatever it is, however it is done, wherever it is that you live. And either check off that box or push that button or whatever, flip that lever, whatever it takes to have your voice, your voice heard. Is it your voice specifically? Sure. Yeah. Cause I'll tell you why. Cause after you leave that, there's a, there's a whole sense of difference and change. And it's this, you, you, <laughs> when, when, after we did, I, I, the wife was behind me. She was, she was still kind of dawdling about, it. I think she ran into somebody out in the lobby that she knew. And, um, we, we felt as though we did after we bought lottery tickets, we bought ourselves a little bit of a dream <laughs> and that's what voting is. In a way, you hope for the best. You hope that your your candidate becomes somebody that's going to come in and do the right thing for for you and for this for me and for this country. That's what you hope for, at least. And it's important. And we cannot let that slack behind. It should, frankly, it should be mandatory. I don't know why it's not. Oh, you can't make people vote. Sure, you could. You shouldn't have to. I mean, there is that. But by virtue of the fact that there are those who literally died for that right. It's important that you do take it upon yourselves, the opportunity that you should afford yourself to go into it. And they, they've, they've never made it any easier because now they've got early voting thing, which is like a three or four day deal. You know, we're, we're coming up on the big day next month and it'll be interesting. I know, but you wouldn't have any interest in that if you didn't go to the polls. And the old thing about, uh, well, if you didn't vote, you can't bitch. There's some truth to that. And I'll tell you something else, too. However it is that you feel politically, whether you agree with me or don't, if you don't vote, guys like me get to help make the decision. So go, make time, and do your thing to, to, go, to go and vote. And on that, next week is a different chapter, as you've heard. And we begin it very, very soon. Until then, please take care of yourselves, take care of one another, and for God's sake, stop shooting each other, all right? I'm Rick Cheddar, and this has been from Radioland. Rick Cheddar from Radioland is produced by Pirate Radio Studios Incorporated, Memphis, Tennessee. All music performed during this episode was used by permission. No part of this program can be rebroadcast or used in any other way except by written consent. For more, go to radio-memphis.com. 